Welcome to the Elizabeth experience. My life, my truth, my journey, my experience. Hope y'all enjoy the ride. Y'all, I'll be honest, I recorded two like super long and sort of like touchy-feely intros for this and then I realized the best thing to do is to just jump right into this conversation. This is real talk. This is when I'm having some sort of thing that I need to work through and I just decide to call a friend. Although instead of calling them on the phone, I call them using the Anchor app so I can record an authentic real conversation with a friend in podcast form for you guys all to listen to. So yeah. I think this is going to be super fascinating and I think that if you listen to this and you follow me on other platforms, you're going to experience what I'm doing in a whole different way and this is certainly an interesting moment in time that we can all go back and listen to later and be like, whoa, interesting. So enjoy. This is the Elizabeth Experience and let's get right into it. I think there's going to be a pause like between this and then the actual episode starting so just, you know, like wait it out guys. Bye. Salad shooter. It's me. I love how you were like. It's like you fell into the recording. You, were like, you were like, oh, hello. Like, like you open. Uh, hello. Is this the right house? <laughs> it tells me you will not enter the recording until someone else is at the recording. No, I know. I know. It's. It's like recording will start. It's I still feel so mysterious with all this. And then the hold music's real cheesy. It's like a it's, Oh, I don't even hear music. Oh yeah, I, I hear music. It's like this jet it's like a, it's like Super Mario's elevator music. It's, it's like real fancy. <laughs> oh my god. It's high real class. yeah, super high class. Dude, my ankle hurts massively. <laughs> but I feel you know roll I feel like I'm gonna get like rollerblading booty so that's (laughs) you know I'm gonna I'm gonna keep getting those gains (laughs) (laughs) but I think that's the only place I felt like such a nerd going rollerblading this morning because I was like because my neighborhood has a lot of hills like I couldn't even go down the hill to my house like I got to like I went down this hill and I was like literally the whole time I was like shit 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 like I'm gonna die I'm gonna die you gotta commit but how do you see you said that you do the swoop but I don't how do you do the side swoop I don't don't know it's it's, I don't even know if swooping is actually it just sounds like the best indication but it's like kind of like I just kind of swoop my kind of slide into a turn. But can you do that if you're going down a steep hill? Like, how the hell do you stop if you're going down a steep hill on rollerblades? Well, probably, I don't know. I've never And done what that, if a car's coming? Because, like, it's terrifying. Well, then you have, I think it's just your ability then to, like, turn yeah. the corner or I have a friend who's maneuver. a straight, or an acquaintance who's a straight up, like, professional rollerblader. And I was just like, I don't know. I mean, I guess I, d- I did six miles of rollerblading today. And by the time I was on, like, mile... Damn. I know. I, I felt pretty badass. I remember I told Dan, um, like, Meg was like... She was like, you're so, like, I don't... And I... Because I eat. Because I go on, like, you know... Yeah. I go through peri- yes. through phases where I, like, literally feel like the cookie monster. Like, I'm just like... Yeah. <laughs> She's like, how do you stay fit then? And I'm like, I don't know. And Dan... May asked Yeah, you? yeah. And Dan was like... <laughs> Dan was like, well, you do... 
I was like, I guess I'm really active. And Dan was like, you do really extreme sports. <laughs> like, <laughs> like six hours of rollerblading. You do swim, too. I do. Although, after I did the... But swimming... Didn't you go to twerking class? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been to that in, like, a hot minute. And I, um, I'm i going to go tomorrow now. I actually, like, really miss it. I've never been in better shape in my life than from going to that class consistently. But... Because um, I go hard. Like... Because, like, the teacher is a total bad. There's, like, all this, like, trap music. Whoa. Something happened like white girl af but like like i'm in the class thinking in my like in my mind i'm like the baddest bitch who ever lived you know like <laughs> like that but then like in i'm like not a bad bitch at all but in my mind i'm like work 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 like we do that thing you know where you kick your leg and you throw your arm there's like all these popular moves and I'm like, Oh man, I'm so out of it. I don't even know what you're talking you about. You should come to this class with me sometime. I've, I've seen like 60 year old women, like drop down, put it on the ground and twerk it. Same. Like it, we had like a circle one time and like literally like the most badass ladies were like these, they were like 60, 60 something years old, like 200 pounds and just like fucking doing the splits in the middle of the dance floor. And like, Oh my. Just working it. Is there something it sounds so dumb, but there's something that is very like powerful and rejuvenating and freaking like just really just feels really, really good to be in a class full of ladies doing like a great it's not really twerking. Like we don't really like I mean I call it like a twerk out because there is some twerking, but it's not like nasty. It's like it's more like a bunch of ladies. It's a community center and all the ladies are just like, it just feels good. All women. And so it's just hip hop dance. Yeah. And it's a workout. Like there's no, like, there's no trying to be cool. There's no, like, there's no trying to impress a man. And there's something, Sally, there's something so liberating about being able to just like shake your ass, like real hardcore. And it's like totally <laughs> non-sexual. You know what I mean? Like you just feel like, yeah, like, yeah. It just feel. I think it's because like you go through life and there's, especially in like our current society, it's so like, it's like you could post a freaking smiley face on Instagram and like, you're going to have some dude up in your DM, like, Hey, Hey, Hey. So it's like, I think, especially as a woman, it's like, no matter what, I feel like no matter what, if you're a woman, you're like, not everybody, not a vast majority going to have like, sometimes you're going to be sexualized even when you're totally like not trying to put out that vibe at all and so there's something Mm -hmm. that like is so it just feels so good to be in a space where like nobody is gonna like nobody's trying to make you sexy nobody's gonna it's not that vibe and it's like you can just move with like wild abandon and like not have the fear that like anyone is gonna like interpret it as anything other than just like the power and the fun of dancing you know so anyways check it out (laughs) I I fully agree with yeah it's not it's liberating it's like it's just I mean it sucks to be objectified in any way not even just like in a you know in a sexual manner but just in like a I think it's like I don't know I like posted about this one time of like it's just lame when you're stuck in any situation that makes you like feel like you're your body and nothing more because you're like yeah I think everybody wants to be recognized for their worth you know so yeah the body is cool but just like 
being recognized for your car or totally or, you know as a photographer it's like oh yeah it's that one with that person with the wooden camera and the equipment yeah it's just like there's a living being yeah that that operates that but thank you it's i know it's such a weird thing it's like this weird thing that like it's like you can't see a being you know what i mean like it's not mm-hmm. something that mm-hmm. it's like a static so it's like you can't physically yeah. like really you can't see it and perceive it from the viewpoint of the physical universe. So it's like in order to like interact with other people, you like absolutely must have some like a body or some sort of physical piece of something to, to like wave around and give an identity and be like, Hey, it me. But it's like, <laughs> which is like, I guess that's cool, but it's, it's interesting how much, like, I think that like, so I always think about it, like, you know, all the stuff about like body positivity and this and that, which like I'm, I'm all down for, but like, I really do feel that like at its core, it's like a spiritual thing. It's like the reason that people mm-hmm. get so upset when it's like, oh, you're so thin. I mean, I think some people are so disconnected from spirituality that like they're just, it's maybe not. But I still think that even the people who are disconnected from spirituality, it is a spiritual thing for them. They just are disconnected. So they don't, they don't realize that it is, but it's like, they're just, yeah, uh, it's you true. know, anyways, yeah. <laughs> anyways, this, this, this got real deep. I mean, Yes, it went deep. It went so deep, but I, <laughs> but I wanted to talk to you and put it and put it on record it for all the world to see because I'm like, um, I don't even know what's happening. I mean, I'm having like an yeah, what's I'm, happening? What is I'm happening? I'm having an identity yeah. crisis. I um, I'm just in like a re- like a like a serious conundrum about like whether I should like maybe not kill the blog because I think like killing is a violent term that implies that you would like you know it's like when Miley Cyrus came out and was like I'm not Hannah Montana anymore I'm in a song (laughs) you know like I don't really want to do that but um I just had a lot of attention on like trying to get my creative life more into alignment so that I can really like Mm-hmm. focus and well you hit a lot of you hit a lot of different creative avenues yeah which is like which is tough because it's like a blessing and a curse like I find it, it was interesting like even the other day I had I mean I'll kind of like lay it all out but this is sort of a side note even the other day I had someone um like message me and wanting to for the 48 hour film festival wanting me wanting me to be a stylist and I was like I watched this video on YouTube that was super helpful recently about like, man, I'm going to have to like tag it in this link. I'll send it to you. But it's about, it's this guy who like, he's a recovering drug addict and he's in the 12 step program. And there's three steps that like he lives by. And one of them is to like, um, I don't think I'm wording this exactly, but to practice like vigorous authenticity. And basically it's just like always being high integrity all the time, like always being honest and always being true to yourself. And like, even if it's, even if the authentic viewpoint that you have is going to like make create a negative outcome, you like owe it to yourself mm-hmm. to just, I took it as like, just always have your integrity in, you know, like, yeah, oh, personal. integrity. Yeah. Like what's true for you is true for you. And to like, always, 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 always follow that. So like, so mm-hmm. I wrote back and I was like, um, because this guy is like, I like love this guy so much. He's um, he like works for a local, a company in town he's like I'm trying to like not like 
I don't know why. For some reason, I'm like, I shouldn't name any names, which maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't. I don't know, but it's, I'll probably, I'll just leave them out. But, um, yeah. But he, I just fucking love him. And he's always flown me so much power. And he's like, he's just, he does a lot of cool things. He's produced so many cool projects. I just really fucking love the guy. Like, I mean, I could go on and on, but you got it. Like, he's just, he's, he's yeah. like a good person. And there's something about like when there's someone that you respect who's like creating good works and they go out of their way to like show you love. It's like, that's just so fucking valuable to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it means it's a good person to work with. Creative yeah. Work. And it's also like, I, it's so funny to me that sometimes it's like, I don't know if those people know how much they give you life, you know, like, yeah. like in the moments where you're as an artist, cause it's like, I know that like, every artist goes through this I mean it's like the ugly side of art because you want to just be like I like believe in myself all the time and like yay positive vibes but like actually like there's a whole side of art that you know I'm aspiring to like have that be less and less but where you think that you're shit you know where you just like I I don't know like and or you don't you really doubt your ability to make it or you're like I don't know does anybody even care like am I I go through phases where I'm like, am I like, am I, am, do I actually suck? And I just think that I'm really good. And like, I mean, it's all bullshit and it's all like mental noise. That's not accurate, but nonetheless, that stuff creeps in. So self-criticism. Yeah, exactly. So it's like when somebody who you respect their artistic works and like they're a professional in the field and they reach out to you and are like, Hey dude, like you're doing great. It's like, you know what I mean it is it is and it's not like I mean obviously you're you're not supposed to desire to be liked or admired but man that helps (laughs) it like it gives you yeah it's just it's like definitely very um gives you the energy to kind of keep going sometimes so yeah you mean you may not desire to be liked or admired but you definitely appreciate it it dude totally yeah it's it is you're Mm -hmm. right it's like an acknowledgement it's about it's admiration it's validation it's very valuable validation yeah and um, so he was like, hey, we'd love to have you be a stylist on our team. And I was like, as soon as I got the message, I was like, I, to- I definitely am going to work with this guy because I respect his work so much. Like, I'm so flattered to, like, be called in to be on set. But um, but then I instantly was like, shit, like, I don't want to be a stylist. Like, I don't want to be the stylist. Like, I don't in the film world, even though, and it's such a, like, it's such a hard thing for me because in the film world and in Nashville, like I do get a lot of work as a stylist and it's like, it's part of how I like pay for food and pay my rent and keep a roof over my head and all that stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I certainly, but it's always been a funny thing for me because it's something that I don't develop heavily, even though I have a portfolio and I make sure that people know like, Hey, this is, I do this and I'm capable of doing this. And obviously when I'm hired on a job, like I'm going to like, I'm a professional. I'm going to bend over backwards. And it's fun. Like, I love styling. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I legitimately, like, every single project that I've ever styled, like, I couldn't be more delighted to be on set with these people and to, like, do the work. It's a blast. I love it. Yeah, I'm pretty jealous. <laughs> it's fun. It's like, you know, and it's, but it's not my, it's never been my end game. And so, yeah. so it's a really, like, it was a stepping stone. Yeah, but it was weird with styling because I just kind of accidentally, like, I just fell into it. Like, it was because it was because I had Monarch and I was designing clothes. Mm-hmm. And then I met, I, I did that video right. thing that got me to meet, like, Sam and Ben and all those guys. And then I, 
What video thing? The the music video? Indie, no, this was like five years ago or four years ago. Oh yes, the that's right. That's right. Thing, I remember. Where I like won mm-hmm. that competition, and then they did a feature on me, and then, um, and then because they knew that, like, because at that point I was doing a clothing line, when they were starting up their original production company, right. yeah, they wanted someone to, um, they needed somebody's style, and they were like, yeah, they were doing like some post-apocalyptic thing, and we like did that together, and never saw the light of day but it was fun um and again like I love clothes I love fashion I love freedom and all that stuff but it's it's interesting because it's like I just sort of accidentally fell into it obviously I'm gonna like I, I like I'm certainly not in a position to be like no I'm no longer doing styling nor do I want to do that because that's just stupid um mm-hmm. that's like being like no I don't want to make money and survive <laughs> like yeah exactly you know but um but it's but Just it was kind of make it more yeah I, it was an interesting thing so then he wrote me and I wrote mm-hmm. him back and I was like and I was like I followed that thing about you know having my integrity in and I was like I totally would love to work with you um you know, just to let you know, I really want to be, I really want to be considered to do acting because that's where my heart and soul is. And, um, you know, blah, blah, blah. So like, that was cool. And he was like, great. Like I'll, I'll get your info to our casting girl and this and that and the other thing. And so, so it's cool. Um, but it was just so, that's cool. Yeah. It was super cool. Um, and then I wrote to him too. And I was like, you know, I'd love to learn anyways about, learning to kind of like up my game and up my skill level in other areas. But, um, it's just, it's like a, it's a tough thing. And I run into this, I ran into this with Monarch and now I have the blog, which is like, I haven't really been doing anything to create on that for a very long time. It's almost like what happened with Monarch where like I was doing Monarch. It wasn't paying the bills. It was actually the opposite of paying the bills. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I've like never been so sleep deprived and like like effed up I'm I'm doing this whole thing where I'm trying not to swear and it's so hard um it is hard as a mom yeah Yeah. especially because it's like this is like this isn't me like presenting to the world this is like me just having a conversation with you but um Mm -hmm. but yeah like so Monarch was fun and everybody Monarch was very similar to my blog where and for anybody listening, Monarch was a, it was like a bohemian, um, I don't know, Sally, how would you describe it? You, you do a better job. Monarch, yeah. it, it was, it was, it was like a bohe- Vogue bohemian. Yeah. Contour. Yeah. Like handmade line. couture, bohemian. Very contour. Yeah. And like, and very impractical. The pieces were like art pieces, but they weren't really. It was art. Yeah, it was, it was art. So like art as fashion but it certainly wasn't lucrative and it's not I mean that's another reason why I just get so interested in like eco fashion and fast fashion because it's when you have like stitched together outfits and you really understand the work that goes into like making something that's high quality and beautiful you like realize that like it's not cheap you know Mm. um and but Monarch was very similar in that it was like everybody loved it like it was it was super popular like Monarch is is to this day, like the reason that I met all these people that I work with today. Um, and then when I like stopped working on that, there were, I mean, there's people that still message me wanting dresses and I stopped working on Monarch like four years ago. I mean, that's like, I guess that's like a power condition, you know, like that's not a bad thing. Mm. Um, and then, so it was like, it was valuable, but I had to kind of like, 
I had to make a conscious decision to stop doing it. But I remember at the time it was like very hard. Like I was like, because I'd put so much creativity into it. You built a relationship with yourself. Yeah. And it'd been very, it's like you create this thing and it had been very, very, very successful. And I'm experiencing this now with my blog where it's like, you know, I did 365 days of thrift. It got me all these connections. It got me like, you know, a lot of notoriety. It like, it's very popular. And for a while, like, cause I kind of had this concept of like, I'm going to do 365 days of thrift. I'm going to freaking like, like make it huge. And then I'm going to leverage that to like switch it over into acting. And it's this tricky thing where it's like, um, it wasn't, it was very, very, very successful, but it, I didn't, I yeah. didn't win. Like I didn't, I didn't actually win that game. So it's like a weird situation where I can't be like, I won that game. Like I'm like happily gray. It's like this, she's like this Instagram or like a million followers or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't want to play that game anymore, but I still yeah. love it. And I still sometimes like, and even like, with Instagram and all this stuff, it's like, sometimes I get in this like really effed up place because not like effed up. I mean, like, you know, human trafficking's effed up. This is like first world probs effed up, but like I get in this effed up place <laughs> of like, um, priorities here of what? No, I'm saying it's kind of a priority. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but you can, because there's so much that goes on, in the same that you've got like your Instagram and your Facebook. And obviously I hustle very hard on those. When I was doing 365 days of thrift, like very, very intensely, I was all over those thrift hashtags, outfit of the day, freaking, you know, going to find other people who thrifted and following them and engaging with them and, blah, 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 and doing that whole world, hustling hard for blogging. And I did it enough. I tasted enough that I was like, when I looked at the end game of blogging, I was like, Oh, like, like doing makeup video I mean no shades I have friends that do this so it's like no shade to any of these people I have some like exactly there's girls that I know like you know Betsy who like I Betsy's gold gold digger and I like respect her so freaking much because she's a lawyer and so she's like I can just see how savvy she like every time she put I'm like oh you go Betsy you freaking go like because she's Oh, I don't think I know this, Betsy. You, I know you follow her on the gram. She's the one who, like, started oh, okay. the Goodwill style with the Purpose events. And, like, um, she's just, like, I just know her mostly through working with Goodwill together and, like, following her blog. And we're not, like, BFFs, but I respect her. There's no reason that we're not BFFs other than, like, we're both very busy people. But um, she, <laughs> I just dig her because she's. I can just see what she's, I can like see how hard she works. I think cause I know enough about like what goes, I know enough about like the business of Instagram that like, it's very apparent to me, like how much work she puts in and I really respect it. Like, so, so I don't have any, like, I don't have any beef with anybody who's like working really hard to be an influencer. Cause it's, I know that that takes a massive amount of like work and persistence. And so I really respect it, but it's just not what I want to do you know? Um, Mm -hmm. and it also doesn't work. There's always that like dichotomy or not dichotomy, but that like sort of difference between like commercialized art. And then like, it's like, if you build yourself to be like, I'm the girl who is uh, like toothpaste and makeup and blah. And then you're like, 
you know, want to create a short film about like human rights and child abuse. Not that that's what my essence yeah. do, but it's like, it just doesn't work. And so I kind of like when I, when I, it starts to go off on another path. Yeah. And you don't want to get lost. Exactly. You know? And so then you like, you spend all this time to build your freaking audience. Like, mm-hmm. And then you go in a radically different direction. Cause I find that now, I mean, I don't know. I'm having a rough time with Instagram, maybe not a rough time, but with Instagram lately, it's like, I find that there's, there's things that I used. I just don't even know. It's almost like one post out of every post. I do like three posts a day. One post is very popular. The rest get like, I have some posts get like 30 likes, like no, no joke. Like nobody even sees them. And I want to take a a, a total side. Yeah. 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 I want to take a look. At, I, on that note, I, I do want to take a note and see, because I could try to help you. I know you have a great Instagram game, and a lot of the things I know, it's because of you. Sure. But uh, because I, 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 I have gone off in a, in another direction, diving really deep, sure. so I wouldn't mind trying to help you out with that situation. No, totally no, that'd tight. be cool, because honestly, too, like, the thing with Instagram is that it just changed. The rules change, like, literally every month. Yeah literally every month and I don't like I'm not mad at that like you know I think it's the job of the individual to hustle but it's like it's hard sometimes when you're juggling so many balls like you're create you're the creator of the content you're publishing the content and I'm like so intense and precise about like how you know I'm an artist so I want to present things a certain way I'm I'm persnickety AF about like how things look (laughs) like I like but then it's like, even sometimes you can get as an artist, you can almost get overly perfectionistic about like your freaking Instagram feed. And at the end of the day, it's like, you can spend like hours and hours making your Instagram feed be the most beautiful freaking Instagram feed the world's ever seen. And it's like, maybe you should have made a short film. <laughs> you know? Like, Yeah. And it's, so it's like, it's, but it's weird. I'm in this, like, like, for whatever reason, I'm not able to just be like, cool, like I'm going to end cycle on the blog. Be, and I think too, because it's like, there's still, I still do events. I still also love to thrift. I like to post stuff on my stories. I like to like, I like to post a freaking outfit of the day. Like I want it. And so I get all anyways, it's just this like stupid thing. And it's really stupid, but I think a lot of people probably go through this of like, it's so overwhelming to like and I usually push through this by just like I post content every day no matter what like even though I have all Mm -hmm. this noise going on in my head I'm like you know whatever I'm still gonna fucking like post some content like let's go and you still post your thrifting adventures yes the only I just want to like I just and uh oh hello like but I just kind of like need to make a de- I feel like I need to make a decision and then be like, because I feel like there's a part of me that's like, there's a part of me that feels super guilty. That's like, no, I need to do the blog or like, I'll, I'll get excited sometimes. I'm like, oh my God, I could like do the freaking blog and I could do this. And then I'm like, yeah, but like, I really want to invest that time into, into X or I'll think like I could post like, for instance, like I redid my bathroom and my freaking coffee table and did some like little thrifty projects. And then I'll have this thought like, Oh my God, I could do a blog about this. And then I'm like, okay, well that's going to be, you know, like a five to 10 hour cycle <laughs> to like write the post and put it together. Or like, or may, or like two, uh, two, to, 
a lot of production. Huh? A lot of production. There's a lot that goes into it. There's like a lot. And so then it's like, and I think at the end of the day, it's just like when I look at my end game, and I and this was always haunted me with with three six five is like I never just wanted to be some crafty DIY girl. I, and it's no shade to like anyone who is, but like that's just not that's like one t- teeny tiny aspect of like my purpose, my personality. And it doesn't, I mean, this sounds dumb, but like from a branding perspective, it doesn't mesh with like, like when people want to hear about like sewing and thrifting, like they don't want to see a moody self portrait. They don't want to like, they're, they they do not want to see your esoteric art stuff. Like they just want to like, <laughs> they just want to see a pleasant picture of a girl who sewed a freaking dress, you know? And yeah. that's cool. But that's just like, not what I want to invest all my energy into. And I, I think there's this other aspect of like, um, of, and it's the weirdest thing. I always come back around to this and it's like, I, I can't seem to stop doing this. We're like, all I want to do in the world is act. And I think direct, I think like, I think I have an equal passion for directing as I do for acting. Um, and it's like, I can't seem to stop conjuring up freaking side hustles that aren't that. I <laughs> you know? totally understand. And then I burn myself out on the side hustle. And then it's like, cause I always knew when I started the side hustle, like I always knew that I didn't want to be like Elizabeth Donaldson blogger. Some people like they're, they work in that, like as an example, some people like work a nine to five, but they have a creative side. Then they develop a blog as a means of like developing their own creativity. And they have a lot of fun expressing themselves. And then they're able to spin that into a lifestyle that they love. And now they get to travel and do all this stuff. And it's freaking great. So it's like, it's an end game for them. But for me, it's like, I've always wanted to create on my very deepest level. I want to create art that changes people, whether it like makes them laugh so hard that they can get out of their shit for a second or because I've had that or, um, you know, it makes them, it gives them the ability to confront an issue or like look at a different viewpoint that maybe they couldn't before. And like, you know, I've had a lot of cool cognitions about like how there's a lot of value to everything that I've done with the blog. Eco fashion is really valuable. Like I do want to push that. I do want to like bring awareness to like brands, but at the end of the, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's like, I, I, I'm like, why do I keep when like what I could be doing is like, instead of doing some, doing a post, doing something about thrifting, I could be like doing a short film a week or like a skit every week, which is what I was get like back in November. Remember when I made that, like, um, that freaking pre-workout video. Um, yes. <laughs> oh, you had your back and forth conversation with yes, yourself. Yes. It was brilliant. Yeah. I was making those videos and it was like, I was, do- I was producing all this acting content and I've never booked cause outflow inflow, you know, like it's just, mm-hmm. and I like, never booked so much acting work in my life like I booked that movie I booked you can't ignore what's successful oh and then it's like I don't I don't know Uh doing all these acting gigs like all through December everything was pretty much on Mm -hmm. a good high things kind of crashed like everything's been really good but I had kind of like a stat crash like uh like a month ago so I need to like bounce back from that but I think this conversation will actually help me identify maybe find the right why but um 
Yeah. But, and then it's like funny, it's like the blog, like there's been a ton of popularity, like people like it, but it like, mm-hmm. it, it hasn't really made me any money. I mean, of course, like the attention has made me like the social media promotion, but it's just like, anyways, I just don't know. I think that maybe I should just, I just don't, I, I think that I need to just like completely and totally be like, I'm, I'm ending cycle on this blog, period, point blank. That's just like literally done. I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. Like in my mind, you know, I think I also, I was thinking about doing like a power change formula or looking at the conditions and doing, looking at things and asserting where I'm at and then applying whatever works. But like, um, you mean like changing over into a new yeah, yeah, because career path exactly because you can't drop that like you know goodwill's flown me so much power and there's like all these connections that I've made so you don't want to like you have to do it in a way where you're not if you know I put in all this work to it and there are like legitimate benefits that I've received and connections that I've had so I want to make sure that like I don't. I wouldn't say burn bridges because I don't think you burn bridges unless you're like, S <laughs> you know, like, yeah, y'all suck. yeah, I hate thrifting, which is like not how I feel, but, um, yeah, but just figure out how to like, just transition over, but it's, well, yeah, where that, where you're acting and you're directing is what people come to you for and it's predominant. Yeah. And you're kind of just like, where that's what they lowering the volume on your 365 days. Exactly. Because I think I've always just done such a great job at like hiding. I don't, it's it's the funniest thing because it's like there's nothing in the world that I'm so like, I'm super skilled at acting. I'm super um, trained. I'm like more professional as an actor than like literally anything else. And like, I have all this. I think the only thing that I can look at is like, but like acting just it it's scary it's actually really hard you know yeah it's it's I I have a soft spot in my heart for I've always wanted I I always like I love acting yeah the one thing that's been consistent in my life (laughs) yeah of wanting to do since I was a kid you know so and I'm pretty sure it's the same for you yeah because that's just what's it's just what's that when you look at life Mm -hmm. you think with that that kind of mindset you think as an actor like oh that would make a great story totally I'd love to portray that in the story and you even contacted me not too long ago about these one minute yeah 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 I can't stop thinking about doing I like I have so many great ideas that are like absolutely hilarious or like kind of drama you know they're they're like one minute to half a minute and a half that'll go great but you're always thinking with that yeah you're not always thinking as a thrifter no uh, yeah, uh, but I'm one. You're so right. One hundred percent of the time, mm-hmm. I'm thinking as a storyteller. Even when somebody tells me mm-hmm. something, like I see some situation on the street, and I'm like, "Oh my god, that'd be a great scene in a movie." Like I say that. Yeah. So I'm like, "Oh, that guy sounds like he'd be a really good character in a movie." It's like all uh-huh, I'm, exactly. I've always when I listen to music, I like. I mean, I don't know what happens. I'm like so curious to do a survey and find out like what happens when people listen to music because <laughs> like. Whenever I listen to music, I, like, see all this stuff. Like, I see, like, music videos in my head, you know? And it's, like... Stories that go on longer than the song. Yeah. And I think it's, like... I, I guess the only thing that that could be... This is a fake stop. But the only thing that's with acting that, like, makes it a tough industry is the... It feels like you can't be cause. 
you know, like anything else, there's like two things that like hit me when you, when, like just now it's like, one is that like, you feel like you have to be picked through an audition. And although that's greatly and tremendously changing, it's still a large part of the game. Um, and so is it changing? I just think because of social media and like the internet, like you can, you can produce, like I could write my own piece, you know, like, which I don't know why I haven't been just putting every single scrap of everything I have into just writing and producing my own pieces. I think there's a part of me that's like a hardcore perfectionist where like, um, I want everything to look so beautiful. I'm so obsessed Mm -hmm. with like visuals and, um, I feel like I can't always control that. Um, like even like there's a part of me that's like, why don't I just like shoot like hilarious stuff with my iPhone? And then there's an, another side of me that's like, it won't look good enough. Not like in some self-critical way, but like I want everything to look like freaking handmade sale, you know? <laughs> like, well, you know, here's the thing. I, I actually had a, 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 a realization yesterday mm-hmm. watching Bad Dad. You know, the guy that's Bad Dad. He's famous. He does these Vine videos. They're hilarious. He's just like. I don't know if I know Bad Batman. Dad. Oh, man. Okay. Once you see any of his his videos, they're like 30, 45 seconds, maybe 30 seconds. No, no, actually, they're like 15 to 20 mm-hmm. second videos. And he's like, has his bat mask on and you only see a quarter of his oh, eyes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've you seen know. him. I love him. Well, a few times I was watching like a whole stream of his videos yesterday with, with River because it's absolutely <laughs> So a few times he took off his mask and like came out of his shtick of being this bad dad and I was totally bored with it you don't want to pigeonhole yourself with like little things so maybe yeah see what I'm saying like you don't want to you you do want to produce stuff that people will see and these things but you do not want to pigeonhole yourself like that guy like that guy doesn't even care that he pigeonholed yeah some people it's like they're perfectly happy to have that be their thing but when you're you're, that's such a good point like Mm because I don't want to and I mean, I think, I mean, I know Gary Vee talks about this. It's it's an interesting thing because I run into like a difficult thing where like, um, it, it's like he'll mention like, you know, you have to look at what the audience responds to. And so if exactly. they don't respond to certain things, then like you have to be willing to waste it. But then there's a part of me that's like, I feel like, like the stuff that I do that's closest to my heart, like it doesn't get as many light or like, and also because I've been using Instagram as a means of communication and distribution for so long. Um, mm-hmm. Like I can post that. That's what was like tricky with the thrift thing is it's like this illusion that it's like super successful because like people love it. You know what I mean? Like Monarch was, was similar. Like people freaking loved it. But mm-hmm. when I put out certain things that are my heart, it's like, there's like, nobody no likes no distribution however there's like one or two people who were like hey dude i saw that that was super cool i really like that thing or there's like you know um like when i did perfect dream as as an example um that one uh yeah yeah Yeah. and that actually did well in many 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 regards but like it didn't like i also never never was able to Um, because I wasn't, I was like the producer, but I wasn't the full director. And there's different, there's different schools of thought. I think about how people want to distribute their content. Some people are very, I'm not of this school of thought, but some people are 
kind of precious about it and they will like keep it on Vimeo. Like they won't even put it on YouTube. Like it's like, I'll only put it on Vimeo because Vimeo is a site for like respectable work, you know? And I'm of the mindset of like Instagram and Facebook and all of these places are the new television. So I just want to create everything and distribute it straight up on those. Like straight up, let's put it right up on Facebook, like no friction, you know, we'll just put it right there. And, um, but like the different stills and even though like a lot of people, the people who did see that were like, oh my God, that was powerful. Oh my God, that was really good. It wasn't like popular, like a freaking outfit of the day post is popular, which is such a like effed up thing that you even have to like, that that's even something that would affect you as an artist, but it's a real thing that's there, you know? And I think it's, like, the difficulty is that sometimes you're, like, for me, it's not about, like, oh, I need to be liked or I want to be cool. I just don't want to miss opportunities. Like, if, if like, a picture of my outfit of the day is something that could assist me to get more people to watch this powerful piece that I did, then cool, I want to keep doing it. I don't want to stop doing a successful action. However, like, maybe I need to just pour all the coals onto, like, creating like directing like just storytelling basically put everything 100 mm-hmm. into the and even like photography can be kind of a bit of a side thing distraction yeah because i don't in my end game like i, I don't even i have a hard time even like promoting myself as if even though people hire me and pay me for photography i don't like to promote myself as that because mm-hmm. Like I, because that's not my end game. My end game would be to do like a fine art art exhibit. I do love taking pictures of people. Like I love it. I have so much fun, but it's not my end game. So, yeah. but I do love mo- moving pictures and I do love telling stories, yes. with images. So photography is a whole part of that, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it actually strengthens the muscle. Totally. Totally. Mm-hmm. So it's, but it's hard because also as a, when you're a professional artist, you have to find that balance between like, you got to make money. So when somebody, so then you're like, okay, cool. Well, I'm getting hired to like do photography and like want to make sure that I meet this month. So like, exactly. so like maybe I need to promote this, but then sometimes like there's always this like little voice in the back of my head. That's just like Elizabeth, you mother effer. Like if you just knocked it off with the BS and like, getting distracted with all these other things and just poured every single ounce of your, like just everything you have into just nothing but like acting. And then as a byproduct Mm -hmm. of like poured everything into acting and then interns like got internships and learned how to direct. And that because acting and directing are just so intimately connected, it's like, I don't really need to separate them, you know? Yeah. And then many actors there are, huh? Many actors there are exactly, and like, and there's a lot of people who create their own shows and like all that jazz, you know. So, yeah, but I just, I guess, I mean, like Stranger Things, the the guy, I forget his name, the the officer guy, gosh, I, I, I know who he is. The yeah, I I never know names. I don't know his name either. I should, but whatever. He's a director and creator of it as well. Oh, I should know that. I didn't and know he, that, but that's awesome. He, he, yeah. So it's just like it goes to show, like you can do that, and like even like TV shows, sometimes some of the actors take on the hat of the director as totally well as being in part in the episode. Totally. Like this is show Burning Notice, 
sometimes the main character often would be the director yeah. also. Yeah. So it's it they are intimately connected. They're, it's all I mean, it's storytelling. It's like and I think mm-hmm. that that's why I like the podcast. Like I'm like I'm just so interested in, in all that stuff. But I think I mean I feel like you know what's the best, Sally, in the world? What's that? The power of having someone who can just freaking listen to you. <laughs> yeah. I'm like long winded AF. And so it's funny that like most like I have like many people in my life who just cannot handle how long winded I am. So like if like they want to come to a quick solution, like they're just like, okay, like blah, or they like cut me off and then I get all like Meh. but like there's a few people, you're one of them. There's a few people in my life who just like have the patience to let me talk and talk and talk and talk and talk until finally I'll like talk myself in a big fat circle and then have a cognition of like, oh my God, like it's it's totally not complicated i just need to like totally focus on acting exactly and i think that i can do that in a like i think that i could start focusing on acting in a really really um cool like i've had oh my god i almost don't want to give this idea i'll just say this because this i actually have this like i'll go running sometimes and have these brilliant ideas um but I had this idea. That's awesome. Yeah, I, that's why like it's important to run. It's funny. Nothing else gives me. I think like when I'm rollerblading, I don't have good ideas because I'm just like kind of afraid I'm gonna die. So like I have to focus on the ground. But like when I'm running, like I generally don't feel like I'm gonna die. So like my mind can wander and like that's when I when I had to do the treatments for the Lucas video, um, uh-huh. I like couldn't think of anything, and so I would go for a jog. And then I would like listen to the track over and over and listen to other tracks. And then by the end of the jog, I'd have an idea for a treatment. And then like I gave them one treatment. They didn't want to do that one. And they were like, hey, we we don't really like this. So then I had to do another treatment. And I was like thinking and thinking. And I couldn't. I was like, oh, my God, I can't think of anything. And then I was like, time to go for a jog. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how you stay in. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. It's it's actually like a good thing when like you, you must go for a run in order to like have good creative ideas. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, isn't it Amanda C? I'm gonna just say her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her. She was just talking about how she did some like enhancement in her life, and she was just saying like, "Oh, sudden now she's all this energy, and she has to run has to go for every a run. day." Yeah. I remember. I have that. to check in with her and see if she still runs. She's like, "I'm not so much because <laughs> I'm running because I have so much energy now." I'm like, oh "Well, that's God. how like little kids are like." <laughs> like they have to like yeah. run around in circles just to like they're like ah! oh my god so true it's how I feel it's a so lot true. of times like I've been like very much I mean I don't, I've been in like an interesting space recently because I'm just I mean we've talked about it I'm just like pushing really hard to like I really want to get to the next level of like myself of like I really want to improve myself so I've been pushing really hard and it's just freaking like it has been just stirring up all the freaking it has been stirring s up hardcore but um but it's but it's interesting that in spite of that like I have had this super cool thing going on where it's like I'm so hungry like even though it doesn't feel good like I would say that like if somebody were to ask me I don't know I hate the word happiness I've had so many conversations with people about like happiness is just bullshit like it's like it's like people are like trying to find happiness as this permanent state and that's just like a lie you know like that's not and if people were to just like want to experience the adventure of life I feel like that's a way better 
or like want to experience the sensation of being alive I just feel like that's a better goal oh, I like right that. yeah like because happiness is just like you just don't feel ha- you just don't feel happy all the time and it like leads us to so many issues of like people feel like they're broken or there's something wrong with them if they don't feel happy and sometimes like you're just pushing through some stuff because you're trying to get somewhere and it's super unpleasant but it doesn't mean they're you might be totally doing the right thing and you just need to keep pushing. But it's like a weird mm-hmm. thing in our society that it's like you're told that if you feel like negative feelings or you feel unhappy that you should stop. But I don't actually necessarily think that that's the truth, you know, but it's a fine line to navigate. Yeah. I mean, also, if you're feeling like total like shit, like that also might be an indicator that you should fix some things about your life. So who knows? But True. um, but sometimes it's a byproduct of going after fixing those things but it's you know I totally lost my whole train of thought what was I even saying that like <laughs> I well, legitimately just that I've been like you're talking oh about being happy. yes 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 that I've been I've just been pushing really freaking hard so it's like I don't I mean I've had some spots where like I felt straight up like really freaking bad like un quote unquote unhappy you know what I mean like like oh, micro unhappiness. Like I'm not like overall, like I'm doing real good. I'm not too concerned about myself, but it's just like, I've been really pushing for this improvement. It's been stirring up all sorts of things. I'm really like looking at my goals and really wanting to like, I'm like, I want, like, I just always want to hit that next level, you know, like I, and so in spite of the fact yeah. that I'm not quote unquote happy, like every night I like literally when I go to bed, I'm so excited to wake up in the morning. It's, it's like, and it's, yes, it's a new opportunity. Yeah. Worth the game. Exactly. Because I'm so after it. Like, even though it's like, it hurts and it's painful. I have this, I'm like, I'm like, God, tomorrow, because I just want to keep doing what I'm doing. And sometimes I have days where I don't even feel like I like met my targets very well. Or like, you know, I've been, I feel like I kind of been fucking up the past couple weeks and like, but in spite of that, I'm like, I cannot wait to wake up and have a cup of coffee and just attack the freaking day, man. And I feel like that's, that's good. I had a good cognition yeah. today while rollerblading. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I think, I think that I should start to approach art more like sports. Yeah. Like, because you know how, like, there's there's kind of a viewpoint in sports or, like, athleticism. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. When you're getting in shape and training yourself. You might, like, let's see. Autumn used to say this because Autumn was a marathon runner. We're like, she'd be like, you know what? Mm. Like, I run marathon. She runs, like, three freaking marathons a year. And she- More Every than time. that. Yeah, she runs like she's amazing. One a month, it seems like she runs so many marathons. I feel like she's like literally her body is made for marathons because some people yeah. run marathons and it's like it's pretty common that a lot of marathon runners have like a lot of problems with their body because it's not really like good for your body. But like Autumn does not have that. She's just like another marathon. Like she's amazing. But um, yeah. But she would say that, like, even in spite of having run, like, eight marathons or however many she'd run, um, the first few miles always sucked. Like, (laughs) and, like, and I thought that that was so interesting. She's like, yeah, dude, like, you're not warmed up. Like, it always sucks. Like, it's not very fun. And then you get into, like, a stride and it, like, it goes well. 
and I like had this realization that like maybe with like I, sh- I need to maybe let go of the fact or this like concept that like art always feels good um mm-hmm. and that like like I need to maybe develop more of a mentality of like it's time and I think that what I've never done and what I backed off of is like putting in the work I mean I think I put in a lot of work to art so I don't want it's not like I'm lazy but like but just really being willing to like get the the f after it you know like with acting I had that I had a cool audition I think that now I can like, I won't say what it's for. There was, it was like no posting on social media of any means. Like sometimes you get those messages and you're like, can I even tell anyone that I have an audition? Like you're so freaked out. It's so like, don't even talk about this. You were never here. Like, (laughs) so you don't want to get like blacklisted, you know, like you'll never get an audition again. So like, I didn't like, so who knows this audition could have been like, you know, yesterday it could have been like a month ago. It could have been six months ago, but, um, yeah, but, I had to cry. I had to like be emotional. And the casting director um, was like, I was really like had a lot of attention on it, not in a negative way, but I was like, you know, I'm not somebody who can cry on commands. I can't just like produce tears, but I do feel that I can generate very good emotion and I can even go through the motions of like mocking up emotion that looks real and affects people. Um, but I just yeah. tears don't come out of my eyes, you know, or sometimes I don't feel that like overpowering sensation of grief and, yeah. and not that I want to like make, I'm not into like regression or making yourself feel bad. I don't want to like, I want to be able to like leave bad feelings like in the room, you know, if I do acting, but I was very interested in like, how can I produce this? Like, I, I really want to learn how to produce, like if I need to like go there or be in grief, like, I really want to be able to go there, like, it's a skill, like, sports, you know, um, yeah, and it was really cool, because we did the audition, and she kind of, like, coached me through it, and then afterwards, um, she gave me a big hug, and it was, like, kind of intimidating, because there were other people in the room, and then afterwards, she came up to me and, like, gave me this big hug, and so I was like, oh, dude, I must have done a good job, like, and, and it was interesting because it was like, on one hand, I was like, felt very validated and felt very good that she like, that she'd seen that I was like really fucking going somewhere and yeah. that she gave me a hug. But then there was another part of me that was like, I wasn't even close to what I'm <laughs> capable of doing. Interesting. And yeah. And it was like, not like in a self-invalidating way, but just in like, a, I was just like, it got me hungry. Self-checking. Yeah. And it also just got me hungry. You know, I was like, I want to get after this, you know? Yeah. So it's cool. It's tricky. Acting's so tricky because it's like, I just wish there was a freaking acting center in Nashville. Me too. Because I want to be able to like, I want to be able to get so deep and to like tell story. I really want to tell stories, but I don't, there can just be like... (laughs) psychological mismanagement that goes on in acting and I like you know what I mean it's that fine line of like how do I how do I be as honest as I can possibly be open my heart as much as I possibly can and like still protect my psyche you know yeah because I just I don't believe in that as a tool I don't I don't believe in breaking yourself to produce art but I do feel like there's this fine line of like finding the places 
shining light on the things that need to be seen or like creating a lot of like honesty and reality but it's I always try to like it's just this fine line because I don't I so much have the desire not to like upset people you know in yeah, a way that totally like, you get what I mean. yeah you don't want to create create a ripple effect of a bad cripple uh ripple effect. yeah you know, I just like like and I've seen stuff I've seen movies that were like amazingly done and they just actually like they were beautifully shot they were like the acting was like flawless but like they actually created a negative effect on my psyche and my life that like, like I couldn't get back. Like they made me feel bad. They made a place that was non-productive. And then, Hmm. you know, I don't want to create art like that, but it's not like I don't want to do dark things. I think Handmaid's Tale is the best example of like something that's very dark. Have you seen it? No, oh. not yet. I'm so I guess I was just talking oh my to, God. to Jesse about the other day about how I want to watch it and he's like, Well, okay, well, <laughs> blah blah blah. Like, it's literally I don't there's some people who've seen it who say that it's too dark for them. I think it is the most flawless piece of television that that I've ever seen in the history of my life. Like oh. I've never I don't know, it's like it's somehow super empowering they managed to like tackle some seriously dark 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 stuff and somehow it's like a it makes me think of like it really makes me have a confront for human rights for human rights abuses that are going on in other countries because it's like america they almost make it like what if america had this situation going on it and because as an american you watch it and you're like this is so messed up and then all of a sudden you realize like oh wait this is totally happening in other countries oh shit yeah I'm totally not confronting that it's like but it makes you confront it in a way that like I guess the bottom line I mean without going making this some long dissertation on Handmaid's Tale not to mention the cinematography is just the most just the pure art direct just all the art that's imbued into it is like mind-blowingly there's literally not a single thing it's literally flawless. I mean, literally, like, I've, I've never, I've seen things that I loved that I could be like, well, this part, I mean, I don't like to be a critic, but like, so I, I usually skim over those things. But yeah, I just like, I can't even begin to, it's just freaking, it's flawless. It's flawless. It's, I've, and even the characters, <laughs> the characters are really like, I've never seen writing that was so human because they don't, there's the characters are in these super difficult situations and it's like never black and white like and that's because human beings aren't black and white like and there's it's just it's so and the choices that people make like it's you you have to you would especially because you're a mom like and you would have that whole mom you know I feel like being a mom you get like mom glasses or so I I hope to have the mom glasses someday most likely I mean yeah I, I, I mean even with like adults, I see them eating poorly. I'm like, oh man, don't be eating that sugar. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm like, uh, yeah, well, they probably had way more before I saw that. So. Yeah, it's yeah, it's so. flawless. But it's that's a good example of something that like it's dark, but it makes you it's causative. I think the bottom line is like I always want to create stuff that either gives somebody a release that they need, like. That's why I like comedy because comedy just sometimes like you're if you're experiencing the heaviness of life because life can be Mm -hmm. so heavy 
comedy gives you an ability to like have a release and that's very valuable and and anything and I want to create art that like and I think beauty I think beauty creates a release too that's why I love there's a simplicity there's like a simple power to just fashion or a good outfit or a beautiful photo like all that stuff is like and then I just want to create art that like in like makes people feel more positive in some way or empowered or enlightened you know that's always been a goal I just don't I don't think thrifting's the end all be all (laughs) yeah it's 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 it it was a good journey it's always hard I know it's like it's always hard to step away from something that like you know because there's like I can't say a single thing that's negative about like the whole experience and it's like yeah it's it's tough. It's like, it's an interesting aspect. I read this like freaking Instagram meme the other day that was like, stop trying to, sh- stop trying to shrink yourself to fit spaces you've outgrown. And I was oh, like, dang. right. Like, it's like, it's like the process of like the journey of like, I don't know. I'm just like really into the concept of like, when you're really trying to grow, it's, it's tough. Cause you have to leave things behind, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, luckily, you don't have to leave too much behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I think it's gonna be- you have to end off in the create and, totally. and you know, going to get your Goodwill uh, shop fill on and or fix on and uh, yeah. But um, but what's great is that a birth of a new you or even like a resurrection. Yeah, a little bit of both. Yeah, I agree. A little bit of a rebirth and kind of. Well, I guess you can call it a rebirth because that's I guess that's what the definition of a rebirth is. Yeah, but um. But uh, it's good because we've seen what you've done with Monarch. Yeah. Well, at least I have. And then you did really well with that. Yeah. And then you came out with 365 Days of Thrift and you did even better. So now we're we're ready for the next level. And it's totally fine to add to a new chapter. And it's not like you're changing your mind. Totally. To do the acting or anything like that. It's that you're deciding to continue with acting because that's been there before and it'll be it's there it was there during and now it's there exactly it's always I just I want to like really 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 focus my efforts like really 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 you know yeah I think it's completely wise and I and like I said I mean at least I'm excited and I'm sure a lot of people that have followed you um throughout each adventure because you you are a very public (laughs) which gets so Um, being so public is so it's cool, but it can be, sometimes it's like, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just interesting, you know, cause you're like, I want to put myself, sometimes like, sometimes I'm like, man, like, should I just be more private? Shit. You know? No, well, it's too late It's now. too late now. And I think there's a value to it. You know, it's like, I wouldn't do it. I don't do it to be, I am genuinely, Showboating. yeah, I'm genuinely and authentically not trying to do it to be interesting. You know, it's like, I really, people just, that people that just know you from these ventures and don't really know you personally really don't get that. That's how you really are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, it's, it, and I, well, that's what I think. That's why I'm excited about doing the podcast. Cause I think it, it will give people more, they're just going to have more reality. I'm like, Oh, this is who she, this is who she is. Like, exactly. this is what's going on. Cause it's like the hype factor I mean I love being hype I love I love all kinds of stuff but yeah it's just I really really 
I just really feel that if people can see behind the scenes or you just never know when you have a thought in your head, especially nowadays, because you, you do have social media. So you have that opportunity to like be like, like we never had that before. We never have the ability to like have some sort of like personal revelation. And then the instant mm-hmm. that you have that revelation, you can like get on your phone and share it with people and maybe it would help them, you know, like share your win yeah. or ha- like have that distribution factor. So it's, although sometimes it's like scary or sometimes like you share something and nobody cares, you know, or whatever. Um, I still, I still inherently believe in the value and I want to, I really, really, good. really do want to set a good example and, mm-hmm. and so I hope, you know, I just want people to, to go after theirs. And so like, I guess I, yeah. I'm just like, I think if I'm honest about like what I'm doing, you know, maybe somebody could get something out of this. So I hope they do. Yeah, indeed. Well, well, I, I have nothing more to say. <laughs> no, I know this is, thank you. Thank you very I totally much. Agree. Thank you for the, I like. I feel really good. I'm like, really like, I knew that I was like, I knew I just needed to shake the last of the fricking whatever considerations I had. I just could feel that I was holding on to these considerations of like, I got to hang on to this. And I was like, I just got to like, like sort of verbally process this with someone so I can kind of figure this out. So thank you. I appreciate it. No problem. (laughs) All right, dude. I appreciate you. Talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Friends, family, countrymen, thank you so much for listening to the Elizabeth Experience. I know that your time is freaking valuable, and I'm super stoked that you decided to spend some of that time listening to me. So find me where you can find everything. My name is Elizabeth Donaldson. That's E-L-I-S-A-B-E-T-H Donaldson, D-O-N-A-L-D-S-O-N. Just like pop that S into Google and find out all the places that I am. But I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on the interweb. Uh, My website, ElizabethDonaldsonCreative.com. My acting website, ElizabethDonaldson.com. And, you know, all the things. But I'm pretty easy to find. And the best place to engage with me is on Instagram. So find me there at Elizabeth.Donaldson. I love you all. Go do your thing. Rock life. And I'll talk with you next time.